Welcome to Power of Faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. David's many years of experience as a man of faith are available to you right now. Please join David as he ministers today's Word. And that was six years ago or something like that when we'd evangelized in Estonia. The power of God so touched that nation. Do you know what the government did? When they saw the alcoholics and the drug addicts that were changed, they got hold of my staff and they actually built a Christian prison so that alcoholics and drug addicts at the end of their sentence would be transferred into this place where they come under the sound of the gospel. And the statistics are that in the state prison, 80% of the criminals reoffend and go back. When they came under the sound of the gospel, 80% repented and their lives were changed. It's funded by the government. But I want you to understand, the church has become powerless and weak and defenseless because it's lost the spirit of the gospel and the power of the gospel. And we've got to get back to preaching the truth of the gospel. And I believe in a complete salvation. I don't believe Christians can be possessed with devils. No. The Bible says, my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And you can't have a Holy Ghost and evil demons in the one body. Sorry, you can't. And the other thing, I've been in some water baptism services where they don't even tell you the truth. Why are you baptized in water? You're baptized in water because you go under the water to be buried with Christ. And when you come out, it's resurrection, like Jesus came out of the tomb. That's Romans. Clear enough? But you see, we've got to have a gospel which changes lives. I believe in the power of the gospel. I believe that when God saves you, you're saved. Hallelujah. And your life is changed and you're born again. And there is a power in that gospel. And when men and women's lives are changed, something happens. It's only six weeks ago I was in Germany. And for six years, seven years this year, I've been invited to preach to Vietnamese boat people. These are Vietnamese refugees who risked their lives. The head of the organization came out on a flimsy boat with his family. They would have drowned, but they were picked up by a German freighter and ended up in Germany. But now when I go there, they have a summer camp and there, there, there were more than 600 registered and they'd come from all different parts of Europe. They were all the same, Vietnamese refugees from communist Vietnam. And I, I, I was preaching to them in the morning and I only preach two times a day. I won't preach three. And I said to the pastor, I said... Who's the preacher this afternoon? Oh, he said, there's no preacher today. We take them all out into the markets and they preach the gospel in the streets. Mm -hmm. I preached that night. And before I got up to preach, I said, look, I said, I believe that some of these Vietnamese will go back into Vietnam to evangelize. He said, yes. I said, I'm going to teach them how to evangelize. And when I'm finished, 
I called them forward. I said, look, 600 here. I said, I, those of you who will commit 100% that you will go back from Germany or go back into Vietnam and evangelize and preach Christ, not to stay. No, if you go for a holiday, go two weeks, three weeks. They can't go. They can't live back there. Be killed. And I said, how many of you will risk your lives and leave your families and with your own money, we're not giving you a dime, I said, with your own money you go back there and you preach the gospel in the streets. 300, more than 300 came forward. And I prayed over them. You see, that's the power of the gospel. What happened when we were in Lithuania? Well, I've told you about the miracle with the man in the government being healed and the two years that we were there, but there was some more than that. Do you know what happened in Lithuania? It's not just me, but we have teams that go in and they teach street evangelism. And they spend a year before we have the crusade and they'd gone all over Lithuania, teaching the churches, teaching them how to evangelize. So that even before we went in, there'd been hundreds and hundreds had come to Christ. But the result is, they tell me, actual Holy Ghost revival broke out. Because when they came in the big meetings and they experienced the power of God, revival touched every denomination, and I've got a letter signed by the heads of every single denomination in Lithuania saying every parish, every church was touched by the power of God and received new people. The power of God touched the nation. We've done that in Poland. I've only been there for four days. But for more than a year in advance, we've had these street evangelists going around, visiting the churches, visiting the cities. I saw in one meeting, I saw 20,000 come to Christ. But they saw 17,000 repent on the streets, individually counseled and prayed for. Are we doing that here? Why not? Is the gospel any less powerful in this country? Is your salvation any different? I mean, what we've seen in Poland is only beginning. God is moving now through the power of the Holy Spirit, even in Israel. It's about three years ago. Oh, yes, I've evangelized in Israel for years. But the trouble was, in the old days, the only converts basically were Arabs, Muslims. But something has happened, and I received, three years ago, I received an invitation to go back into Israel. And they said, David, we will get the people to meet you. And the thing was this, we're working not with Messianic Jews, we're working with unbelieving Jews. And they said, David, if you will come, we can get up to 2,000 unconverted, unbelieving Jews. Now they said they are Russian and most of them are Holocaust survivors from Auschwitz. And I've been to Auschwitz more than two times. And I'm beginning to say, look, how can I preach Christ to 
Jews who were put to death in the concentration camps. Look at the challenge. I said, oh God, how can I, how can I preach to these people? Because, because of their belief in you, oh God, and the God of Israel, the Jewish God is my God. And your God. And I said, how can I preach to these people who, when they were in the, in the furnaces, in the gas chambers, were crying out, God deliver us, and God did not deliver them. How can I preach a God of salvation, a God of forgiveness, and a God of de deliverance? And the agreement was this. These Jews would come and listen to me on one condition. And they brought them in the buses, and every person that came on the bus was signed up weeks in advance. And this is what they all said. They said, we will listen to David talking from the Bible, talking about Jesus, whom they, of course, the Hebrew name is Yeshua. And we will listen to him talking about your Yeshua from your Bible on one condition. If this Jesus of the Bible is our Yeshua, our Messiah, he will then work miracles and healers. And you've got to remember, these people are my age and older. They're survivors of, of an appalling holocaust coming out of the death camps. The stories of how they survived is, 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 is incredible. And I read the stories about the children who su survived and watched their parents being killed. One 12-year-old boy tells the story how they were taken to Auschwitz from Poland, probably from Warsaw or Krakow. And the train took them into the camp at Auschwitz. And the boy said that my mother and baby sister got out and my father and I got out of the train. They looked at my father and me and although I was 12, I was strong and they put us on one side and they took my mother and my baby sister straight into the furnace. And I saw it. How do you preach Christ to them? Here in Britain is easy. I said, oh God, you have to confirm the word with truth and with power and with miracles. And they did repent. And God did heal so many sicknesses. And afterwards I said, I said, are you satisfied? Did you, did you see the power of God? Oh, we had, couldn't even believe that it would be so great. And so now we can't find places big enough. They come in their thousands. And you know, the head of the organization is a former KGB colonel. And he said the most moving thing. He said, David, all of my people must hear the words that you preach. An ungodly KGB colonel. He's so moved by the power of God. You see, the power of God is in the gospel. 
And when we begin to preach that gospel, we do so with the power and an authority from heaven itself. And there's no man can stand in front of us and no man can stop us and no man can kill us. And believe me, I've had four separate attempts on my life when they've come after me with guns to kill me. But God protects me. I have a job to do. But you see, I'm trying to tell you, there is an effectiveness in the gospel. Salvation, repentance is only the beginning. Thank you for listening today and for being a part of the Power of Faith broadcast. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free faith-building gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Also available online are a large assortment of books, media, and information for your growth in God. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Remember, those that know their God will be strong and do exploits.